So if Yisayimim Rashi says we're talking about Yisayimim that have a chayv of the father, so it's a chayv shalavim ames. Rashi says so over there you don't need a prosbul. Now it's not really clear from the Gemara what the logistics are here. The Gemara explains the chayv tani rama rachamim Yisayimim and shichim prosbul. The regamliel or beis dine avien shal Yisayimim. The beis din automatically is kilu representing the Yisayimim, and therefore it's kilu. It's already the the chayv is already given over to Bezdin without having to write a prusbul in the first place. Does that mean even on the side that Shemitah Bezmanazeh is the Raisa, or is this only on the side of Shemitah Bezmanazeh and the Rabbana, like Abayi Varavi yesterday? Not 100% clear from the sugya, but that's the din by Yisaymim, even if they, maybe they could write a prusbul, nothing wrong with it, but if they don't need to write a prusbul, it's automatically built into the chayv of the father that you don't need a prusbul in that case. It's not an awesome. As the mission in Shvi, as the mission says, "Ain kaisrim prusbul el ala karka." You only write a prusbul if the loiva has karka. Why? So Rashi says because, generally speaking, it would be milsud loy shriach for there to be a halva if someone doesn't have land. Normally, you lend money on the assumption you collect from the property, and therefore says Rashi, it's a milsud loy shriach. If it's a milsud loy shriach, it's not going to be something that Chazal will make a takana. So they only made a takana in a classical, normal halva situation. If the loiva does not have karka, oh, so you can have a trick that the malve could be mizake a small piece of land to the loiva, and then that, now the loiva qualifies for having a prusbul for, for having a in place, and therefore you can go ahead and pay. Now it's a funny situation over here because it turns out it's not really much of a schus. You're giving him a small piece of land, but it's actually working against him because now he's going to have to pay back the loan. Right? But Lamaisa, we say that this is, in essence, getting a piece of character as a schus, so it is considered a schus, and you can be him this piece of land. Vikama kolsh, vikama kolsh, what's a, what, how much is it? Even if just a small stalk of a vegetable, that would be a good enough. You just have some, just another enough piece of land that you're included in the in the parsha of Milsul Ishkiachavalva, that's good enough. You don't even, A, have to own the piece of land. It's a piece of land that you're allowed to use. And it could just be big enough that you, you I want to put my tanur, I want to put my barbecue in your yard. Okay, so that land underneath that barbecue is considered, already considered shaykh to the loyveh for this, enough for the purpose of Dine Prusbal. Says, is that true? Ain't But Tony Hill, he'll learn, Ain't Kersen Prusbal, Ella Al Otut Nokuv Bilvat. If someone has a flower pot and it's sitting in the yard, you know, he doesn't own the ground underneath it, but he has an otzut nokov, so that's called that he has karaka. But it says, the more mashma, nokov in, shani nokov loy. If the flower pot did not have a hole, and if we do not consider alakakle attached to the ground, it would be mashma not. But why? Am I? For even if you say that, I don't know, we just said if you have a, a space to put the barbecue is enough, so even a space to put an otzutznokov should be good enough. What's between a barbecue and an otzutznokov? Lamaisa, I have use of the ground underneath it. That use of the ground should qualify enough to be in the parish of Prozbol. 
Tzmar, you're right. Le'etzricha demonach hasiki. We're talking about a case where this otzitzlokov was not sitting on the ground. And therefore, he actually does not have the ishtamshus of the ground underneath it. He just has a pole that's sitting there holding the otzitz up. And therefore, if it's an otzitz nakov, so it's considered attached to the ground, so that's considered karka for the zaloka. If it's otzitz in a nakov, then since you don't have any ground that you actually have usage over or not, same thing would be by a barbecue. If the barbecue was on a, or tanner was on a stick, that also would not count as having usage of the land. Rav Ashi, in his best in makne le gimda de dikla, he would be makne to the life as some sort of trunk of a tree. And based on that, since it's attached to the ground, that's enough considered that he has karka, and therefore we can go ahead and apply dine bruzbo. However, says the Gemara, there's also other coolest applied here. Rabbanan de Ashi, on the, the, the Bezdin of Ravashi, Masri Milayu Lahadodi. They did not even write a prosbul. They just verbally expressed each member of the Bezdin, one to the other, to the other members, that we are giving Maishish Tereisav, and that was good enough. So it's not clear if this halacha is tied to what we said yesterday from Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, Halavai, I love this halacha of Prozbol. And one of the things he said he would like to do, the Gemara had said, was that you don't even have to write it. You could just say it or just built in. So some of us should learn that, this is, that that's what this halacha is, that Rav Nachman actually did paskin that. And in this Bezden, they actually said you don't even have to write it. The Rambam, however, when he paskins this halacha, he says this is especially a din by Tamid Echachamim. Tamidah Chachamim, who are aware of the nature of the structure of the prosbol and are aware that it's only because it's their abundant, etc., they can do it verbally without actually writing the shtar. But he said, the Ramah said, only, only by Tamidah Chachamim. Rabbi Yonason says the Gemara, he just said it over verbally. Do I have to do anything else? No. Verbally, that's good enough, and you can do a verbal, verbal prosbol as well. Tanah Ain loy karka. What if the loyva does not own karka, which we said then, it's a milsad loy shchech to have such a loan, and he's excluded from dine prusbul. But the loyva himself has known, but he, is, uh, he has an arev, a guarantor, who signed on the shtar as well, who signed on the document, or at least agreed to be the guarantor, and he has karka. So is that considered enough shchech that the malva would have lent the money in a normal, typical situation? Yes, kaisal of prusbul. Okay. What about loy ula arv and them karka? What if the loyva and the arv have no karka? But somebody else owes the loyva money, and that third party who owes the loyva money, he does have karka. So in theory, that piece of karka that the third party has, the loyva is going to collect, and then he would be able to pay back to the malva. So this is maybe considered most of the shriach, because the reason the malva lent the money to the loyva, even though the loyva has no karka, and even though the Arev has no karka, but at least he has access to karka because there's somebody who owes him money. So in that case as well, Kaisvin Allah Prusbal. Why Midir of Nasan? Because we have the quote unquote famous Allah of Nasan, the son of Nasan Emir, if somebody owes money, the Khaver Bikhaver, and that third, second party is owed by a third party, So if A owes B and B owes C, so you could just skip B in the oh, you could skip B in the middle altogether. And they go straight to C. Tamalima, the Pasik says, how do you know you can do it? It's a dinda rice of Masmer according to Nosum. It says, It's talking over there. 
about his father's chatosim when they stole and they have to pay back money. So it says at the end of the pasuk, it seems to be in extra words, "Vinosan la'asher ashamlo." You should pay to the person you owe. Why does it have to say that? Obviously, you pay to the person you owe. Who else would you pay to? If Nasan learns from that, that doesn't necessarily mean the person you owe. It could be that someone who that person owes to a second party, a third party in this situation. That would be what we always call shibuda derev Nasan. So it says the Gemara that would work over here also. So if the Leiva doesn't have karka, the Arif doesn't have karka, but someone who else who owes money to the Leiva does have karka, that would also work mitam shibuda derev Nasan. That this would be considered a classical halva, and therefore dine prusbol would apply. Tanan Hosu. We have an interesting Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows. Hashviyas mishametes is a malva. Hashviyas, if you do not write a prusbol, Shviyas cancels the loan. Ben b'shtar, ben shlai b'shtar. Whether we're talking about a loan that has a shtar associated with it or not. What does that mean? So we have two pshat. Rav Shmuel, Dami they both say, b'shtar, when it says b'shtar, means shtar sheyesh b'yachrayas nechosim. Even if the malva and the loiva have the deal that if the loiva doesn't pay up the loan, the malva can go collect from his fields, even then, Shviyas is Mishamet alone. Why do I mean even then? Because on some level, as we'll see in the Mshech of the Gemara, on some level, that, the whole idea of Shemitah is lo ye ghost. I cannot force him to pay me back. I cannot coerce him to pay me. But in a situation where I have a lien on his fields, I'm never really coercing him to pay at all. I'm just taking the field, right? So it's a little bit different situation. So there at least would be a Havamina, as we'll see in the there is such a Shita. Ravish this Mishra according to Ravish is coming to, to say that that's not true, that if it's just a lien on a field, then you would still have the regular Dine Shemitah and it would cancel on. So Bishtar, Bishtar Sheikh, has a lien on Karka. Shalai Bishtar means Sheikh Bayach Reis And of course, Koshkin Malvapeh. Of course, a regular Malvapeh where there's no Shtar whatsoever, no lien whatsoever, then of course, classically, without Prusbul, Shemitah cancels the law. However, they say Pshat in the Mishnah is no. But it says Bishtar, it means Bishtar Sheim Bayachrais Nechosim. It means a Milva Bishtar, but a Milva Bishtar that does not have a Chrais Nechosim. And when it says Shaloi Bishtar, it means Milva Alpeh. But, according to Rabbi Yechon Mishlokish, of a Shtar Sheyesh Bayachrais Nechosim, ain't a Mishamit. It does not Mishamit at all. You don't even have to write a Prusbul on it. Rashi says, the Kegovui Domui. It's already like it's collective. Rashi says, There's no choyf, right? I'm letting you use my field until you decide if you're going to pay me back with cash or not. Because when you don't pay me back with cash, that field is mine. We even have a machlekes in the Gemara Sachem, whether we can't allabagayva or lamafreyu gayva. At what point does it actually become the Malva's field? Is even a concept that maybe lamafreyu, the whole time it was the Malva's field? Says the Gemara, according to this pshat, then lechari, anytime you have a halvan that has an achrayist, remember, there's two points here. First point was, you can only write a principle if the leva owns some field. Now, just because he owes a field doesn't mean you have an actual Christ uh, the written in the star. So that's the second stage. According to this chat, if you have an actual Christ the written in the star, then you don't even need a prosbol because there's no din of of gavia at all. Tanya comes to the Rebbeim and Shlokish. We actually have a brayser which seems to say like them that if it's a Christ the there's no din shmita because the brayser says star choiv mishamit. A regular shtachoyv would be, but a miyesh by achrayis nechosim ain't in mishamet. The price of a says that if there actually is achrayis nechosim written into the shtar, it's kegavoy domi, and there would be no din. Tani idach saim leisoda achas balvasay. If you make what we call an apoitiki, which means that I'm saying that I'm collecting from a specific piece of land, and in most situations by an apoitiki, it actually means 
to the exclusion of any other land. So yes, you're, you are sort of restricting the ability of the Malva to collect, but you are saying that this piece of land is 100% Meshubah to the Shkhoiv, so Enem Shabbat. So that's clearly Enem Shabbat. It's Mamish like this case of a Christ Nechos. It might even be better. We'll see in a second. If I just write generically, everything that the Leva owns is Meshubah to the Malva, also according to that Brisa, Enem Meshamed. Like a Be'echel Meshlaka said, even a not a Poitiki type of Achrayis, even a generic Achrayis is considered Kegovui Biyad, the Malva, and there's no Din Shemitah, you don't need a Prusma. However, let's see if we do this, Allah Chalamaisa. Kriyavi Deravasi, Havalei Ahushtar, so they had some relatives of Ravasi, had such a Halva, that they Kosobe Achrayis Nechosim, and had Achrayis Nechosim. And apparently they did not have a Prusma. So also Kriyavi Deravasi, they went to Ravasi in Bezden, they said, can we collect? And Amalei Mishabbat and Mishabbat. So, does this, if we did not write a prusbal, does this loan get cancelled? Amalei and Mishabbat. No, we just learned that since it has a chrayis nechosim, it's kigavoy dummy, there's no din of lahigah, there's no din of shvita. So, Shav gave us Kamadev Yechiran. So then they went and asked Yabi Yechiran. And Amalei Mishabbat says it is cancelled. Also, Avavasi, the Kamadev Yechiran. So, Avavasi came to Yechiran. What's going on over here? I paskin, according to what you said, I paskin that it has a chrayis nechosim, it's not Mishabbat. And you paskin, it is Mishabbat. What's the psak? It is cancelled. What do you mean? 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 What do you He says, We had a nice lumdip shashapshat when we were learning the sugya. I don't know if that's enough of a real halacha to paskin halacha lamaisa that way. Yes, there's a halacha that you say that a shtar ayman livgoy says kegavoy damoy, and if it's a chrais nechosim, it's kilo, it's the malve, that's a, it's a good shtickle terah. But I'm loved off, I'm going to pass like this the rice. Now, this brings up an interesting question, which is a suffolk in dine hashmot sofim. How do we look at that? Okay? No, because on one hand, it's a dinda raisa of loigos. So you could say Suffolk the Raisa Lachumra. Or maybe we're talking about Bismarck is only the Rabbanon, so Suffolk the Rabbanon Lakula. On the other hand, you have to apply Dine Mamanis of a Maitsim Mechever Alavaraya. And Mehech Taste of the Teveya, the Malva can come collect the money, he's a Maitsim Mechever Alavaraya. So how do you look at a, a Suffolk in Dine Shemitah Sksafim is debatable in the Mishonim based on this Gemara? Like Rechem was basically saying, I'm just going to let it be Mishamit and not allow the Malva to collect the money and go with Amaitsim Mechever Alavaraya as. The other way. So again, you have to you have to understand how, how to pass these halachas. But Rebbeichim was saying, even though I have this halacha and I said in my Spanish, love dafkam being saimich on this halacha lemaiser. I'm a levo tanya kavasi the bar. Forget you. We brought a brisa. We just said tanya kavasi. The brisa before you said this. So I'm a levo dima he beishamai. That brisa might be shitas beishamai, right? Beishamai said in the Gemara Ksubas tamay shtar emet ligbois kegavui domi. He said that by any star, if you have a star in Alva, it's considered kegavui. That was by a situation where we were questioning who's the muxik by the ksuba. Right? If you have a suffolk in a case of a ksuba, the isha has a star. Is she considered muxik, or is the baal considered the muxik? Beishamai said star. I mean, libeis kegavui domi. She's always considered the muxik. So according to Beishamai, it would be mashma that you don't even need maybe the achrayis nechosim. <coughs> It's not clear that we don't see that in the Bryce. The Bryce is much only with Achrayis Nechosim. But according to Bishamay, Shtaroim Edlibis Kegavu Dami, so there is no Halvot. Just like when we said there's Achrayis Nechosim, 
you don't need to collect it, maybe, because it's automatically built in. So according to Beishami, it could be even worse that every star is like that. We don't see such a sheet necessarily. You always saw is when this karka, but it says, it could be all those prices were set by karka, at least it works. That's in the sheet of Beishami. If we don't hold like that, then in Echanami, we, we wouldn't necessarily be able to pass it. So we have this debate. Another halach. If the Malva lent the Leva money, and the Leva gave him a physical mashkin. So, okay, by Karka, I said you have a lien on the field. But the Karka is not something you could be holding on to. It's out wherever it is. But if I give you a physical mashkin, something physical, a metalful in something, or or if you give over the loan to Bezdin, whether this means Prusbul, or whether this means, as we discussed yesterday, actually being Moshish to rest of the Bezdin, it's not 100% clear. Ain mashmitin, so there is no din shmitas ksafim over here. Same way, I understand, why not? I understand if you actually gave the star to Bezdin, so that's the regular din of Moshe Shtoyes of Bezdin. Of a Malva Amashkin, my time. Why does Malva Amashkin have anything to do with canceling the, the of not having din shmita? I'm a Rav Mishim the toughest light. Because over here it's Mamash, like we just said, it's even better. By Kark, you could discuss whether the lien is counted or not. By a star, like we said, a Beishamish star, the Mishkin Gavli Domi. But here in the Malva, Mamash has this physical chafetz of the Loiva in his house. It's considered his, and it's considered his. There really is no loan, and if there really is no loan, then of course Shemitah does not cancel them. Amalei Abaya, so Abaya said, what about another case? What about a case where we have what we call normally like Mashkanta Desura? Mashkanta Desura means that the Malva lends the Leiva money, and then the Malva is going to live in the Leiva's Chatzar, the Leiva's apartment, rent-free for 10 years. So he's sort of getting paid back over 10 years by not paying the rent. So is that case also going to be considered no loan, right? There's no loan. I basically have prepaid Ke'ilu for all... We get into DNA Ribbis, whole discussion over there. But it's Ke'ilu on some level that I just gave you money, prepaid for rental, and I'm living in your house for 10 years. So is that also, you're going to say, when Shemitah comes, it doesn't cancel it? The toughest say, Hachanamid loy mishamit? And that's Karka. That's not talking about a case of a physical mashkin. By a metaltalin mashkin, not karka, but by a metaltalin mashkin, it's considered owned by the malva mamish. How do we know that? Midir Yitzchak. Yitzchak, again, famous halacha, a lot of famous halachas on this stuff. How do you know the Bachayv owns the mashkin? Shanema, the Pasik says, Hashem, read the full Pasik, if someone gives you something that they need to use during the day and they give it to you as a mashkin, you're supposed to return it to them when they need to use it. And then when they're done, they give it back to you. The Malavi gives it back to the Malvin. The Pasik says, if you gave him like a pajamas or whatever, this will be at stucker to the Malveh that he did this nice thing to give it back to the Levi. It wasn't mean stucker. Says more the at stucker. And may not kind of stucker mean I. What do you mean stucker? Stucker means when I give my money to an ani, that's stucker. So if the mal, if the Torah is calling the returning of the uh, mashkin on a temporary basis from the malva to the Levi at stucker, that means who really owns the mashkin? The Malva owns the Mashkin. So if the Malva owns the Mashkin, there really is no loan. So only by a physical Mashkin, a Metaltalin, then we can say this halacha. When it's just, I'm living in your house, or I have Karka, then already we get into the other debates of But in this case, where it's Mamish and Metaltalin, then there's no question, says the Gemara, that Shmita is not considered halacha loan. If it's not considered halacha loan, Shmita would not cancel it. So now what happens if you don't have a principle? 
So the Mishnah over there says, Hamachshir chayv lechaver bishvius. Now it doesn't mean during shmita. Rashi very careful here. Rashi says on top, bizman shashvius lehegas. When it says bishvius, it means during a tekufa when we have dinei shmita. Okay. So you go to return the loan after shmita. The loiver comes says, "Oh, you know, I don't, the loiver is not so uh, learned," and he comes to return the money. So the malva has to say to the loiver, "No, the loan got canceled. You don't have to pay me back." And if the Levi says, I want to pay you back anyways, so at this stage it sounds like he's paying back to Chayv, he's allowed to take it. There's no Isser for the Malva to take the money. The Isser is that he's not allowed to force the Levi to give him the money, mitam the Chayv, but there is no Isser for him to take the money if the Levi wants to give it to him anyways. Shanemar, we'd make a drush, a play on words, v'zed devar ha-shmita, neshamat kabal shemayadai, so zed devar is a strange lush, and I would say in the Pasuk, why don't you just say, zed, doesn't have to say anything, just say, shamat kabal shemayadai, what is it, zed devar? Zed devar with darshani means that you just have to say it. You just have to say that you don't have to pay me back. But if the Levi says, I want to pay you back anyways, okay, take the money. I'm a rabbi, and rabbi says, but what? Yes and no. Meaning, it's not clear in Lumdus when Shemitah, quote-unquote, cancels the loan, what is it actually doing? Is it canceling the loan? And if it's canceling the loan, there's nothing for the Levi to pay back. There's no mitzvah, there's no nothing. Or is Shemitah just saying, you're now allowed to collect the loan, but on some theoretical level, the loan still exists. Okay, so at this stage, it sounds like the lawyer is saying, I'm paying you back the loan anyways. Maybe it's a mitzvah. I mean, not. it sounds like it's not a mitzvah. If anything, it's going to be causing issues for the malva. But it gets worse. Says the Imam Rabbi Vitalile Adam Now Rashi learns Vitalile means that the malva can actually force the lawyer to give it to him as a present. So it's a funny situation. I'm not going to tell you to give me back the loan because it's like, guys, sweet is canceled. You didn't make a prosbol. But. Chazal very much encouraged the loyva to pay it back anyways. And therefore, the malva can force him. The Rashi is mash a mamish force. Other Rishayim say it's not a forcing, it's just like a, a hinting kind of thing. Okay? Yeah. Rashi mamish is force. Rashi says, am I right al Right? You can mamish force the loyva to pay back. Now, hold on. The Gemara says, when the loyva does pay back, don't say I'm paying you back my loan. The loyva should say, it's really my money. I'm giving it to you as a present. There is no loan. So, that doesn't sound like v'tolilei. That's what it means, tolilei. Tolilei means you force him to say, I want to give you a present. Right, you know, you could threaten him, I'm not going to lend you money next time, whatever. You could say all kinds of threats, whatever. But you could, quote-unquote, force him as much as you can. You can't be, and the point is, you can't be tevei him in Bezdin. Right? You cannot take the loyvah to Bezdin and say you owe me money. That's an, you, you cannot do, and it's usher to do, if you're to make a principle. But you can do whatever else you want to do, extracurricular, outside Bezdin, to get him to get the money back. And here's the story. Abba bar Marta, do Abba bar Menumi, it sounds like the same person. It was the same person. It sounds like one was his mother's name, one was his father's name. Have a Masik Bey Rabba Zuzi. See, oh, Rabba some money. As in the Bishvias. Came Shvias. For whatever reason, it's not clear in the Gemara why. Rabba did not write a Prusbal, apparently. Okay. So he came to pay him back after Shemitah. Amalei, Rabba said, Meshamatani. So Rabba said, okay, we'll do this, you know, little selling of the Chametz uh, ceremony over here. Says, oh, Meshamatani. And Rabba expects. That uh, that he's going to say Afalpike. So Abba Mamarita says, "Oh, really? Shaklun of Azul takes his money and he leaves." Okay. So Azabaya Abaya comes later that day. Ashkadavi Yotzev he sees his Rebbe Rabba kind of depressed. 
what are you depressed? He says, I lent him this big sum of money. I didn't think I had to write a prisbal. I thought he knows to say, he didn't. And he walked away. So, Abaye says, I'll take care of it for you. Abaye goes to Abba Bar Marta, and he says to him, did you owe money to Rabba? Yeah, yeah, I did. And what happened when you went to return the money? Rabba said, I don't have to pay him back. The loan's canceled. Did you say, did you tell him you want to pay him back? I'm like, no, no, no. I, you know, innocently, I didn't know. I thought he said, I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to. You should know if you would have said Afalpikin, Rabbah would have accepted the money. It's not us to accept. So Hashtamias, he says, Hashtamias now, Amtino Lihile, go back to Rabbah, Vemele Afalpikin. Okay, so Saba Barata said, fine. Also, Amtino Lihile went back to him, Vemele Afalpikin, and Shaklinimina, he said, I want to pay back, and Rabbah took the money. Very good. Omar, so Rabbah said, that this Abba Bar Marta, apparently this expression is used a few places in Shas, but Abba Bar Marta, that he was, again, hung around with him, but apparently he wasn't a bucky in all the halachas so well. Therefore, Rabbah said, I didn't realize that he did not know this halacha. I thought he understood how it works, that I say Mishamit, and then he says, Afal Pikein, Vichulei. So, Lamaisa, he didn't. Lamaisa, Abai helped him get the money. Well, I understand the masses is like that, but Again, that's why I said this expression is used multiple times in Shas about Abba Bamarta specifically. It sounds like it was something that they they had, they were mentioning about it so people would be aware that he's not part of the that so many Arbona. That's what it sounds like. There's a few places in Shas where it's mentioned. I'm guessing. Oh, so now after Shemitah, someone comes with a star and says, pay me back. So he says, okay, sure. Produce your prusbal. Everybody know where their prusbal is? Yeah. yeah. Most of us put in our Gemaras that day that we wrote the prusbal, right? <laughs> so you find out what daf we were on the last day of Elul, then probably we can find it over there. Okay? So the prusbal's there in your Gemara. So he said, if you say you lost it, you believed anyways. My timer, once you have such there's a basic assumption, according to this Tana, that everybody did one. Why not? It doesn't cost you anything. It takes 30 seconds. Of course you did it. But Rav said, so the Malva said, you owe me money. The Leva said, what do you mean? After Shemitah, I don't have to pay you back. So the Malva said, uh-oh. So then Rav said to, on behalf of the Malva, like as his lawyer, I'm sure you had a Prusbal, the Ovad, and can go and zip, sach Right? Even if someone doesn't make such a taina, we open and we speak on his behalf that that's a standard thing you should be talking about in Bezdin the assumption that you have a prosbul Tanat if a Baal Chayv finds a Shtar Chayv from years ago that he forgot about this price it says you can't collect it if you don't have the prosbul available to prove it you cannot collect it you're right we have a whether you actually have to produce the prosbul I mean, if the lady wants to pay you can pay <clears throat> but if you don't produce the prusbul, is that going to be a problem of collecting the chayv? It's machleik. Sarei mecham say that you do not have to produce the prusbul. Nusik. 
Says the Mishnah. Continuing on other things which are tikkun or ilim related. We're going to start now the very a long sugya three four blot on dine evid kenani. In Masechtas Kedusha at the end over there we talk about evid ivri. Here we're talking about evid kenani. In general, you get an evid kenani wherever you get it. You can buy an evid kenani. You can capture an evid kenani. An evid kenani uh, when he is mol v'taval. If it's a man or if it's a woman who's taval, she gets quasi dine. Of Yadus. So there's sort of a gear. If it's a man, he's only chayv and mitzvahs ki'isha, we normally say. Okay? If it's a woman, that's all she has. So it is what it is. But if it's a man, he's chayv and mitzvahs ki'isha. How do you free such an evidence? First of all, we'll discuss whether you're allowed to free such an evidence. But assuming you are allowed to free such an evidence in certain situations, normally you write what's called a shtar shikhr, which is similar to a get isha. We're going to learn a lot of the same halachas out from get isha as well. So it's like a shtar shikhr. There might be a shita that's going to see, we'll see that, not today, we'll see in the future dafim, that an evid could buy his own freedom. If somehow an evid got some money that the other one did not own, which is not so simple to do, but if he somehow got some money, then possibly, according to some shitas, he could buy his own freedom. It says our mission. Evid Shanishba. What if you have a case of an Evid that was captured in war? Okay? So now, generally speaking, you would assume that the owner has said, forget, I'm never going to get this Evid back, right? Whoever captured him, Goyim captured him, I'm never going to get him back. Somebody else goes to the slave market and buys this Evid from the Goy. So now, so there's a mission, a strange halacha. Im l'shum eved, if when the purchaser, the third party, bought it, he bought it the shame avdus, then yishabed. Im l'shum ben chayim, lo yishabed. So it depends what the third party bought him for. What are we talking about? Don't, don't make faces yet. Let the Gemara explain. Either way, the eved is an eved. Who is he an eved for? The first other and the second other? Let's jump in. But my asking is, I don't see what's going on. If we're talking about that the original owner did not give up hope of getting back the Evan. So he's owned by the original owner. So who cares what the intention of the person who buys the Evan in the slave market is? It's my Evan. And if it's my Evan and he's a Yid and I can get it from Besden to get, get my Evan back, I should be able to get him back. Most people are assuming that I was ready me Yish, and we're assuming, there's a big assumption, but we're assuming that Yish works like Hefker. Okay, and we're assuming that if you're mafkir and eved, he's no longer yours. Okay, which is going to be a long sugya we're going to have here. But we're assuming that hefker works. So if that's the case, the shum eved am I So what does it mean at the end of the mishnah that if he's a shum eved, he's yishabed? Why would you go back to the original Bailem if he was already mafkir? Why would you go to anybody if the eved if the eved is hefker? You should just be able to go free. So we have two totally different ways to explain this sugya. Amar Abayim, the oylem lefnei yish. Abayim says enichnami. If we're talking about after yish. After Yish, then either the Evid goes free or the Evid is owned by the second one. It's debate how to learn Rashi. But either the, after Yish, the Evid automatically goes free or the Evid is owned by the second other. One of those two. But here we're talking about Lefnei Yish. Ulashum Evid, when it says, when you, when you pay them Lashum Evid, Yishabed the Rabbi Risha. It's Lefnei Yish. It's Lefnei Yish. It's owned by the first other. Nothing to talk about. Lashum Ben Chayin, Lashabed, Lashabed, Rabbi Risha, Lashabed, Sheni. Why? What makes sense? It's Lefnei Yish. Why are you allowed to take my Evid? The Rabbi Shani Lloyd Olishum Ben Chayim Parkin. The second one doesn't get him because he had no intention of actually enslaving him. So that's no question. The Rabbi Rishon Nami Lloyd Dimnu Mamni Lloyd Parkin. We have a problem over here. This Eved is quasi Jewish, okay? But it's going to be hard to make a pigeon shvuyin campaign to to be able to pay an Eved, right? If it's a Jew who's captured, people collect money. But if it's an Eved, eh? So the, and I'm going to be paid, I'm going to make a campaign, a matching campaign to collect money for an Eved so that that guy can have a servant back. Let him be paid his own Eved. Leave me alone. What do I have to collect money for? So therefore, Chazam made a takona. Even if it's Lifnei Yush, 
we're going to say that when you're paid to the Evid, the Evid goes free, so that people will collect money and they'll be able to pay to the Evid. So it's a takana. You're right. Really, midaraisa. It's lefnei yush. It should go back to the rabbi Risha. But we take it away from him. Mamash take it away so that people will be encouraged to go ahead and collect the money. Shingam liyolamer. Benkach or benkach ishtabit. He says no. Because savar shemitzvah lefnei sbenchayin kach mitzvah kashem shemitzvah lefnei sbenchayin kach mitzvah this habadim. Shingam liyolamer says no problem. People know that an evet is a yid, and you'll have no problem collecting money for that, and therefore we don't have to do anything to encourage people to give the money. We don't have to take away the evet from the rabbarishim. So that is a bias pshat. That bias says again, after yush, he for sure goes free, according to everybody. Lefnei yush is a discussion in our mission. Rava says exactly the opposite. Rava le'olim la'achar yush. That lefnei yush, it goes to rabbarishim. Lefnei yush, he wasn't miyayish on it, he gets it back. The whole discussion in our mission is the opposite. It's like la'achar yush. Ula Nefer explains as follows. Uli Shum Eved Yishtabed the Rabbi Sheni. Le Shum Eved, the first Adon was Miyayish already. So the second one who's played him gets to use him. How does he get to use him? Where did he, who did he acquire him from? Hold on, the more we'll explain that. But Le Shum Ben Chayin Le Yishtabed the Rabbi Yishim Le Sheni. If you played him to go free, he gets, he's totally free. The Rabbi Sheni Deloy Dos Shem Baron Parakeit. The second Adon has no intention of keeping him. And the Rabbi Yishim Ad Lacha Yishav. It's after Yish. Okay. So now the question is, what's the Shingon Leil's Pshat? If we're talking about Achar Yish, why is Rishin, and he was paid him L'Shem Ben Chayin, why does Rishin Gamaliel say he goes back to being an Evan? So Rishin Gamaliel, Rabbi Benka, Rabbi Benka, Hishtabit, Kedichiskia, Anusvar. What did Chiskia say? Damar Chiskia. We have a chashash over the opposite. This poor Eved is owned by Reuven. He doesn't like working for Reuven. So he's going to get himself captured by the Goyim. So Reuven will be Miyayish. And then after he's going to be Miyayish, then someone else will come and fight him because of Pigeon Shroy and he'll go free. So he's going to finagle his way out of the Avdus. To prevent that, says Chizkiah, we made a Takana that says... Even if the first bow was miyayish, and even if he was poyim l'shem ben chayin, he goes back to the rabbi rishon. Special gzera rabbi rishon to protect the, the the industry that we have going on here. And that is the pshat mishin gomliel. Meis we have a brisa. Amal mishin gomliel. The brain mishnah said. Mishnah said mishin gomliel's svara was kishem shemitzvah lefdes ben chayin kachmitzvah lefdes et avodim. Mishin gomliel said, no, you don't have to worry about this. Everybody knows there's a mitzvah of pigeon shvuyin on avodim. Now. So according to Bayad, we're talking about Yush, and the only concern is, are people going to collect money for the pigeon shvuyim? So it makes sense. If Shimon said, you don't have to worry about that, because people will always collect the money. El Rava, according to Rava, says, we're talking about Yush, and the whole svar over here is because of Chizkiah, that we're afraid he's going to get himself freed this way, so it's nothing to do with the mitzvah of pigeon shvuyim. What is if Shimon bringing up pigeon shvuyim? Hai Keshem, Mishim de so I'm like, Rav, Rav is going to have to explain Rav Shimon Gamliel like this. A little bit tricky. Shimon Gamliel will have a yod to make Kamer Rabbanon. Rav Shimon Gamliel himself was not clear if the Rabbanon were saying Abaya's version of the Rabbanon or Rav's version of the Rabbanon. And if he was covering all of his bases. If you're like going on Abaya, so I'm not worried about because people will be paid him anyways. If you're doing then I say the opposite. Then he definitely goes back to being an Eved, because the Chizkiah is a lachah, they were afraid that people are going to be mapal atzma and the geysus to get captured, and that's not something we want to encourage. So we have two totally different ways to read the Mishnah. Abayah says, 
La'achar Yish, the Ebed for sure goes free. The discussion on Mishra is the Fnei Yish, whether we need to help encourage him to be Paita. Rabbi says the opposite. The Fnei Yish, he's for sure going to stay free, still going to have nothing to talk about. The only discussion is Achar Yish, and Mishra says, even Achar Yish, we tell him he goes back to the beginning of it, so he's not encouraged to get himself captured. We'll see more details in Mitzvah tomorrow.